caught her in the small of her back and drove her into the ground. She turned around to see who kicked her, blocking the sun with her hand. What fawn? Fawn Troshard was seven years old and lived with her Aunt Crystal in the trailer across from Sharla and Colette. Sharla got up, clutching the bulging white plastic bag, watching Fawn. Fawn took a step closer. Sharla flinched, thinking Fawn meant to hit her. But Fawn didn't strike again. She just ripped the plastic bag from Sharla's clutches and ran away. And so Sharla stood now in the hot sun, somewhere on the way to the stranger Addie Shad's. There was no point in going after Fawn and the white plastic bag. The only thing she missed out of it was the Indian corn anyway. But she felt funny showing up at Addie's sheds without her bag of summer clothes and didn't want to be asked questions about why Colette would send her empty-handed. In the end, she ran fast as her splayed legs would allow all the way back to Colette's trailer. She didn't know what to do when she got there, though. Hide was all she could think. Shala crouched in the trash shed behind the trailer, waving fat black flies off the rusty pail beside her. There was a broken chair that came from the kitchen set, some old bushel baskets for apples in the fall, a busted-up suitcase, and a push lawnmower she never saw get used before. Shala kept the shed door open a crack. After a while, Shala knew it must be supper time because... She started to smell fried bologna and potatoes and orange cheese from Kraft dinner. She thought of her last meal, the end of the groceries, so they just had cream of mushroom soup from a can. She wished she had a little of that gluey soup now. The push lawnmower was digging into her back. Shala moved the thing away, leaning up against the garbage can, and shut her eyes. When she woke up, it was night and quiet. At first, Charlotte didn't know where she was. She knew she had a bad dream, but she didn't know she'd missed a storm that took out the power at the trailer park. The moon shone full and silvery through the cracked open door and fell on the garbage veil. That's when Charlotte realized she was still in the shed. It was just a little red boot. But when she saw it in the moonlight, stuck between the bushel baskets and the broken chair, Shala felt like laughing. She hadn't seen the boot there before and picked it up while she looked around for its mate. There was no second red boot to be found, but that didn't matter because Shala's feet were too big now and she couldn't wear them anyway. She pulled out the busted-up suitcase, opened it, and put the boot inside. The little red boot gave her courage. She opened the shed door and stepped into the night. Emilio's big gray van was gone from the driveway, but it was just as well if he and Colette were out. Charlotte already decided she couldn't ask to come home. She knew it had rained. She could smell the dampness in the air as she dragged her suitcase with a red boot down the mud lane. There was no television sound and no radio sound and no lights in any of the trailers. It made Shala feel like she was in a dream. She wondered if she'd wake up and still be smelling garbage in the shed. She was counting the trailer numbers in her head when the moon pushed aside a cloud, and it was suddenly so bright it might have been day if it weren't night. 
The moon glow pointed out Addie Shad's long white trailer, number four, and the prim square of white flowers in front. Charla looked at the trailer, hoping it was real. There were three metal mesh steps up to the door, and Charla could see them clearly in the bright night. She parked her suitcase on the ground and counted as she climbed. One, two, three. She put her ear up against the door. There was no sound at all. Charlotte had been told never to knock when a grown-up was sleeping, so she settled on the top mesh step. Charlotte didn't know how long she'd been sitting there on Addie Shad's step when the metal door screeched open behind her. She held her breath. She couldn't see any person in the trailer, but a voice came through the screen, deep as a man's, and like she just swallowed pudding. You, Charlotte Cody, was all the voice said before it opened the screen door to let her in. Charlotte rose, but her legs buckled because of sitting so still and quiet for so long. She felt queasy, but the feeling eased up when she stepped inside. The trailer was dark, but warm and thick, with some smell Charla didn't know. Charla heard the sound of a match being struck, and then there was a flame on a candle and a big shadow on the wall. The candle was set on the table, and a chair dragged across the floor. The lady sat down. Addie Shad leaned her face toward the light, and lit a long, slim cigarette.